Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, Miami Heat fans? Welcome into the first episode of Believe in Miami Heat. And man, what an unfortunate way to have to kick off this podcast. Uh, game one of the NBA Finals. It's been one of the best stories in the NBA in a really long time. And the Heat lose, 116.98. So before I get into that, for those of you who don't know, my name's Joey Levin. I'm going to be the host of this show. We're going to have guests, Heat guests, and Heat players, and former players, and we're going to have all that. And, uh, you know, I'm a former NBA video scout. I grew up in Miami, as I said in the trailer, if you listen to it. So I've been following this team closely, and I know the NBA pretty well, so I'm going to guide you through everything with the Heat going forward. And like I said, it's unfortunate that the first episode has to come off of a game one loss. But look, um, it's the NBA Finals. This this happens. Teams lose games. The, the story, obviously, for the Miami Heat coming out of game one is the injuries. And it really, it sucks. Goran Dragic, it was strange. He... Didn't start the second half. We found out he had an injury. He didn't play the rest of the game. Turns out he has torn plantar fascia, according to Sham Sharania. He'll continue to be reevaluated, but my assumption is, and what a lot of people are reporting is that they're not confident he will play the rest of the series. That is about as unfortunate as it can get for game one for Heat fans. Leading scorer in the playoffs, one of the unquestioned veteran leaders of this team. And there's no doubt that the Heat are not in the NBA Finals this year if it's not for the way Goran Dragic played in these playoffs. The one positive I will say is when I saw the replay and I saw the play happen, I thought he tore his Achilles. So it's never... It's obviously never a good thing to get injured, but God, am I happy that Goran Dragic did not tear his Achilles because at his age, that might have been the end of his career. I believe he'll, you know, he'll come back from this. He'll he'll play. I don't know how long. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how long a torn plantar fascia takes. And with Sham saying that it'll continue to be reevaluated, who knows? I can't imagine he plays again in the finals. But look, it's finals, so you never know. Hopefully he comes back, but hopefully he's just healthy. God, it sucks. Especially, it's just game one. He's been so good. And he wasn't the only one. Bam Adebayo left in the middle of the third quarter. That lingering shoulder injury that we didn't really know what was going on. He got hurt last series. 
He said he was fine, and maybe he was. Uh, he left with that shoulder injury. It's been reported that the x-rays on that shoulder were negative, and we'll continue to see. And maybe even by the time you're listening to this, we know more, but I got to guess that Bam Adebayo is not going to let a strained shoulder keep him out. So I anticipate him continuing to play. Jimmy Butler rolled his ankle. It just was a rough night on the injury front for the Miami Heat. They end up losing 116-98. But but it's a weird game. It was just a weird, weird game for Miami. They come out, take a 23-10 lead. They look like they're rolling. Lakers started Dwight Howard. I thought that was a weird move. And he comes out at the 538 mark in the first quarter. Heater up 23-10, and then the Lakers just pour it on. They shot 64% in the first half from three. 11 of 17. That's absurd. This team shot thirty, has been shooting 35% from three in the NBA playoffs. They're not a good three-point shooting team. They weren't a good three-point shooting team during the regular season. So it was just such an anomaly that they would shoot that way. And the Heat end up down 17 at half. That's going to happen when the Lakers are shooting 64% from three. I mean, what, what can you do? Now, the Heat probably needed to adjust a little earlier. They would have loved to see them go big. Maybe play Kelly Olynyk a little earlier. Maybe dust off Myers Leonard a little bit. But I'll talk about that in a second. I'd say if you're looking for a positive on the three-point shooting front, the Lakers shot 19% in the second half. 19%. And that's way worse than what they normally shoot. But that means they crash back down to life. So that's a positive for the Heat. Down 17 at half and you lose by 18. You fought. That's a positive for the Heat going forward. But Anthony Davis is a problem. And he finishes with 34 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks. He just... Man, he out he he just the Heat didn't really have an answer for Anthony Davis in game one. And you know, look, Bam at a bio when he's a hundred percent healthy, I think can give Anthony Davis problems. I'm not sure that there's anybody who can stop Anthony Davis. And I don't think there's anyone who can stop LeBron James. But there's gotta be a better team defensive effort. Because, look, LeBron and AD, they finish with 59 points. That's going to happen. That's sort of what they do. Um, but, you know, maybe the Heat have to go big. God, I, they, they probably do. The switching didn't work. Look, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero can't keep getting switched off onto LeBron James. And when the Heat are small, they switch a lot. And LeBron, you know, one assist away from yet another triple-double. 25, 13, and 9. 
So the Heat are going to have to adjust and tweak the way they play defense. Um, and maybe it's a little more zone. And maybe it's getting a Kelly Olynyk or a Myers Leonard in the middle of that zone. Maybe it's starting one of those guys in the beginning to match up against Dwight. So Bam can be the one guarding Anthony Davis instead of Jay Crowder. And maybe we're just not switching as much because the switching causes fouls. The rotations, when you double, you know, they were doubling AD and LeBron early in the game in the first half. And everyone they kicked the ball out to was knocking down threes. I don't think that's going to happen the entire series. So, again, that's a, that's probably something positive to take away. It's that, you know, if they shot the ball, they shot 64% from three in the first half. If they shoot what they normally shoot, or even a little better, 40% from three in the first half, you're probably only down eight to ten points. And it doesn't seem like you got punched in the mouth so much. And then maybe the third quarter is not what it was. But, again, you come out in the third quarter, you don't have Goran Dragic. Tyler Hero has to start. He's not used to that. The rotations are all messed up. Then you lose Bam halfway through the third. It was just a mess. So being down 1-0, losing the way you lost, it is concerning. Particularly because there is a good chance you don't have Goran Dragic the rest of this series. But I don't think... You can panic after one loss because I think there is a path to continuing to be competitive in this series, even without Goran Dragic. One highlight, bright spot coming out of this, Kendrick Nunn, who is arguably one of the most important players on the Miami Heat now going forward. 19 minutes, 20 minutes, 8 of 11 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. That is huge. Because you're talking about a guy who, for the first, what, 20 to 30 games of the season, was on fire, was a rookie of the year type player, who we know can absolutely get you buckets, and you just lost your leading scorer. So, yeah, he's going to be huge, and likely, I would imagine, will now be the starting point guard for the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. I would be shocked if Tyler Hero enters the lineup, even though he'll play the majority of those point guard minutes. And he has played the backup point guard minutes for the most part in these playoffs. But I think to keep the rotations similar to what they were, Kendrick Nunn's now the starting point guard for the Miami Heat, which is ooh, not what you wanted to hear after game one. It sucks. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. So now you move forward and you figure out what you do next. I, I think Jimmy, you know, I don't understand really why Jimmy was in at the end of the game. I know they cut the lead down to like 12 at one point, but I mean, he rolled his ankle in the first half. He was obviously not 100%. He was hobbling a little bit, but I'm not worried about Jimmy Butler. That dude, when he came to my, I've never done more of a 180 on a player than I have on Jimmy Butler. I hated him when he came to Miami. I just, I bought into the team killer thing, and nah, that guy's tough. He's going to play, and I think he'll play well. 
You had 16 in the first half. You finished with 23. And again, I don't think the finishing with 23 after having 16 in the first half is because of the injury. I think it's just because of the heat. Once it once the game got out of hand, it was just Jimmy's already not a super assertive to score. And I think once it got down, they were going to try to shoot their way back into it. And they just weren't shooting the ball well. Shot 31% from three. Best One of the best three-point shooting teams in the bubble and in the playoffs. So, you know, that, that won't stick. One of my questions coming into the NBA Finals was absolutely, can these young guys who have stepped up so much for the Heat this year, what will the, what will the moment bring for them? And for Duncan Robinson especially, but Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, it didn't look good. People are going to point to Tyler Hero's minus 35 and the plus minus. I'm not as concerned about that as I am that he just, he didn't shoot the ball well. He went six of 18 from the field, two of eight from three. And most of his buckets, his important, you know, he scored a lot in the fourth quarter in in garbage time when it didn't really matter. But Duncan Robinson, man, especially when you're losing, three shots. He only took three shots. That can't happen. Even if he's not shooting the ball well, the guy's got to get shots. So, I I mean, I would anticipate seeing Eric Spolstra run plays for him, probably the first play of the game for Duncan Robinson. I just I don't see how you how he only takes three shots. I know he had it was tough. I mean, it, it, it's even guarding Kentavious Caldwell Pope is tough for Duncan Robinson, and then getting switched onto LeBron and missing your first few shots. But they got to figure out a way to get him going because you shot thirty one percent from three, eleven to thirty five overall, and a top five three point shooter in the NBA only took three shots. Good defense by the Lakers, sure. But three shots is not going to work. You know, Kendrick Nunn played 20 minutes. I know he has the ball in his hands, but he played 20 minutes and he took 11 shots. Andre Godala took seven. I mean, come on. Duncan Robinson's got to shoot the ball. He's got to get the ball and he's got to shoot the ball. I, I, Iguodala is going to play an important role. I mean, seven points, six assists, Five rebounds for Iguodala. He's going to play a super important role in this series, but scoring is not the role. Scoring has to come from the guys that have done it all along, especially now with Goran Dragic out for the rest of the series, assuming he's out for the rest of the series. Bam's probably got to be a little more assertive scoring the ball too. He didn't play most of the second half. He took eight shots in the 21 minutes he was in. All that being said, I I, it is, I just still think the Heat are going to be competitive in this series. I, just, I really do. I think if there's any coach who's going to adjust and, and figure out a way to get to maximize the players that he now has to put out on the floor, I think it's Eric Spolstra. I think we will see different defensive looks from the Heat in Game 2. I think we will 
see a different version of this offense because obviously without Goron, it's going to have to look different. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jimmy Butler initiating the offense almost immediately in game two, even with, you know, with Kendrick Nunn in the game. Um, I think you see Jimmy Butler getting the ball early and often and initiating. I think it would be interesting to see Jimmy and Bam, if Bam, assuming Bam's healthy and in, go to a little bit of that two-man action that we saw Denver do with with Jokic and, and Murray against the Lakers. It worked. It worked. Jimmy Butler is not a shooter like J- Jamal Murray, but Jimmy Butler had 16 in the first half. He was aggressive. He could score the ball. And Bam's talented. Two-man game, pick-and-roll game. Make those guys guard because you you can't. I mean, 98 points ain't going to get it. It's not going to get it in this series. But still, 64% in the first half from three for, for the Lakers is just absurd. It's not going to keep happening. But the answers, oh, man, it just, it's just so... You know, even if you come out of the game, everyone's healthy, and it's a blowout, it's fine. You know, you're like, eh, blowouts happen. They do. They happen in the finals. They do. It's a seven-game series. It's the bubble, so we know how weird things are in the bubble. But it just sucks, man. It sucks that Goran Dragic had that, (laughs) the way it went. I'll be interested to see also from a Lakers perspective. LeBron and AD both look banged up. LeBron less so, but AD keeps getting little injuries here and there, and they both played late into the game. So we'll see. You know, I know they're both going to play, and they're both probably fine, but, you know, we'll see if that becomes a storyline later on in the series too because, they, you know, at different points, I saw early in the game LeBron came up a little limp. AD always has something wrong with him injury-wise. So, you know, we'll see how they're affected by whatever potential injuries they might have. And, you know, I think the adjustments will be made. But it does, it sucks. The injuries really suck. So we'll see. Um, Like I said, guys, Pretty unfortunate way to start off the first episode of Believe in Miami Heat. But this is what the podcast is called, right? Believe. So you got to believe. I think there's still a lot more fight left in this team, and we've seen it. We've seen it all year. I mean, no one expected them to be here. And I think the majority of people probably expected the, the Lakers to win game one. Um, but we shall see. And, you know, tomorrow night after game two, I'll be back and we'll, uh, we'll see where we're at. Hopefully it's one, one. There is one other thing I want to address though. Heat fans that has maybe a little less to do with this game and more to do with uh, just something that never really made sense to me, this whole playoffs. And I hope 
people are starting to see things my way. If you're on Twitter, if you're on NBA Twitter during the playoffs, particularly during game one, if you follow Kendrick Perkins, throughout the playoffs, he has been the number one Heat supporter. Dem goons. And everyone's bought into it, not me. I just don't understand how you could adopt as a fan base a guy like Kendrick Perkins, uh, who so clearly, when the going gets tough, is going to jump to another team, who rooted against his team in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then in game one, just tweeting away about how the Heat are getting pounded and getting daddied, that the Lakers are playing daddy ball. This is Kendrick, man. I don't know. I think it's over now, guys. Join me. We don't want Kendrick Perkins as a Heat fan. We just don't. I said it today on first take. The lack of depth at the center position was going to hurt the Miami Heat in this series. Carry on. The Lakers are dominating on both ends of the floor. Straight daddy ball. I mean, they're just snatching the screws out of the room. Danny Green, NBA Finals Specialist. Lakers spotted the Heat 12 points early on and walked that shit down like it was nothing to be up double digits at halftime. Damn, AD, just special. Nothing. Nothing like them goons got it or not bad. None of that. Guy was the biggest Heat fan a day ago. I got a love for the even even earlier today. I got a love for them goons from Dade County, but I don't believe they stand a chance in hell of beating the Lakers in this year's finals. Lakers in six. Damn, if you don't think they have a chance in hell in beating the Lakers in the finals, then Lakers in six. So, you, so they're gonna they're gonna heat win two games. It's a pretty good chance. But either way, I mean, come on, guys. Everyone bought into this uh, Kendrick Perkins has love for the Heat thing. He never believed. Come on. He never believed. And he showed his true colors throughout the day in game one and during game one. Didn't Not one tweet about the Heat other than the tweet where he said the Heat had no chance. So come on. Let's be real with ourselves. He, he, Kendrick Perkins is not a Heat guy. He's done. No more Kendrick. That's just me. You don't have to join me. I would prefer if you did. Because we're not gonna there's not gonna be any Kendrick Perkins love on this podcast. Absolutely not. So game two will be on Friday. Shorthanded heat. I guess if there's a team that you want, shorthanded, battling it out. It's the the heat culture, next man up mentality, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Appreciate you guys listening to the first episode. Like I said, uh, I'm going to bring you heat content every week. We'll, uh, I'm going to have some guests dropping by. I think eventually I'll have a co-host. Yeah, bring somebody on here to talk with me. And um, I think it's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be more fun 
than having to talk about the Heat losing game one of the NBA Finals. There's a lot more fun to come because this this has got to be the funnest team in the NBA right now. And they will be for a long time. They got studs, man. Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero, these young guys. This is a team that's going to be good for a really long time regardless of what happens in these finals. And uh, I'm happy to be talking to you guys and be here with you guys every week, probably many times a week, especially during the finals, talking. If you haven't already done it, do me a favor. Go to Apple Pods, leave a rating, leave a review. Let me know what you think. Give me some feedback, you know. First solo pod. I think I did all right, considering. But let me know. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And um, I'll check you guys out, and we'll talk again after game two. Oh, and in case you forgot. Heat Nation. I love you. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.